Welcome to the Mompreneur Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Moran. Just like you, I'm a mom entrepreneur on a mission to live a present and productive life, to be around for all the moments with my kids while also following my dreams and passions. Join me each week as I uncover a new tip or trick that will help you live your life just as you want and with as much ease as possible. Let's get started with today's episode. Hello, hello, my beautiful mompreneurs. Before we hop into today's episode, I have an exciting announcement to share with you. Today is day one of Simplify My Lead Gen, the free audio summit that I am doing to help you grow your list without growing your to-do list. I have gathered together six other amazing mompreneurs and lead gen experts to share a diverse number of different ways to generate more leads in our business in a very simple and easy way. Trust me, I was blown away by how easy these tactics are. And the best part of it all is it's free and you can listen to it in your podcast player. If you are interested in growing your influence and sharing with more people the amazing work that you do and hopefully being able to support them and grow your revenue as well, then you are going to want to join us this week only. You can go to themompreneurguide.com slash lead dash Jen to snag your seat Get this secret podcast in your podcast player so you can learn all of these tips and tricks to really take you to the next level and finish out Q1 with impact. I would love to see you there. Now let's hop into today's episode. Hello, lovely ladies. Welcome back to the Mompreneur Guide podcast. Today, I have my friend Shelby with me, who you have already seen before because we teased this episode by doing an Instagram live. And she has already given us so much value on social media and how we can be present and productive, how we don't have to feel the overwhelm when we are getting out there and being visible for ourselves. We can get it done and then we can move on to the other tasks we have in our business. And that is exactly what she's diving into deeper today. I'm going to hop into her bio, then I'm going to share how we became friends, and then she is going to just take it away and tell us about her mompreneur journey and all of the amazing expertise she has to share with us. Shelby Clément is a wife, mama of two, and founder of Shelby Clément Marketing. She is on a mission to help small businesses share their value and educate their customers through social media marketing so they can reach their full potential. Shelby and I became quick friends after connecting through Instagram, and I have learned so much from her already. From our Instagram Live I mentioned on growing your brand awareness to her tips and tricks that she shares on Instagram, she's always keeping me on my A-game, and that's why I knew I had to have her on to share the secret to being on social media with limited time and without the overwhelm. Shelby, I'm so pumped to have you here, but before we dive into your juicy social media tips, can you give us a quick timeline breakdown of where you started as a mompreneur and bring us up to speed on where you are today? Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. So I went to LSU and got an undergraduate degree in marketing, and then I got my MBA. Uh, I worked in the oil and gas industry for eight years, and I was their marketing director. So I kind of was just thrown in at 23 and was like, here, figure it out, do it. And so it just got to the point where I believed the power of social, and that wasn't where they wanted to be because it's the oil and gas industry. And I know later we're going to talk about platforms and when you should be on what. It's essential for that type of industry to be on like LinkedIn platform because it's huge. So I started this journey on social media in May of 2021. I decided to branch out on my own for my family, for my kids, for me, just like as a mom and my headspace and mental game to, I knew that this is something that I've always wanted to do. I left there with good terms and just started my own business. And it was, I mean, 
probably the best decision I ever made. I always tell my husband, even if I fall flat on my face, I'm way happier and I'm excited for what life has in store for me and everything that's happened over the last six to seven months. And it's been amazing. And it's, it's been way more than I thought it would be, but I'm so excited to see what's to come. I love that. I love that. And then that's the power. That's the power of mompreneurship. And I love what you're saying there too, that I think we can all relate to is before you were in this industry that is older and it's like that big ship. It's it's really hard to turn it in different directions where now you're able to work with smaller businesses or mompreneurs like us. And we've got speedboats. Like yeah, we can turn do. on a dime. We yeah. can do what works. Instead of doing all of the bureaucratic things, we can figure out what's working for us, what's working for our clients and go in that direction. And when that ships, we can just change again and pivot and yeah. do what we need to do. Yeah. And I love that part of what you do because you are a social media marketer and manager, meaning you're not specific to one. You can help us pivot. You can help us learn and you and your team help figure out and master and do the legwork on what is happening in each of those spaces so that we can pick the right one for us, not this is the be all and all. This is the only platform to do. Depending on what your goals are, it might shift and it might change. And so I love that you can guide us in that way. Yeah. So let's get to that. Let's get to picking your social media path. Tell us what we need to know and tips on each of the different platforms so that we can start to figure out where we need to be. Depending on your target audience, your top four or could be five would be Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Pinterest. And it really just depends on like what you have to do. For example, People get overwhelmed with the fact like I have to be on every single platform. That's not the case. You need to be on the platform that your target audience is on. So Facebook, it's been around a lot longer than pretty much all of them, except YouTube. It's more of your older generations, like my mom, my grandmother, as well as people that trickle down like our age. Instagram is more our age and below, which you may have an occasional mom on there as well, meaning like my mother. So like I'm 31. So that generation would be on that. Then if you appeal to TikTok generation, that's going to be, that's a younger demographic. So it really just depends on what you're selling or what you're doing and what you're trying to accomplish. You really need to figure out who these platforms are catering to. And my suggestion to everyone listening to this would be pick one or two. Dive in, focus, and fully understand what your followers on those platforms want before you try to spread yourself thin and go somewhere else. So for example, I can apply to people on pretty much every single platform because I help small businesses, mompreneurs, and large corporations such as people on LinkedIn. But my mindset has to shift a little bit because if I'm posting on Instagram and I'm posting a reel about how to get engagement on Instagram, yes, that's going to be good. And I could probably use it for LinkedIn, but I still have to shift it a little bit. So that's going to take more time. So if you want to be on platforms that are different, they can majority of the time use the exact same content, but you have to spend the time to address the different types of target audience. So the people on LinkedIn are not going to want to know how can I do my stories better on LinkedIn because they don't really utilize stories. So you have to filter how to help engagement on LinkedIn 
versus what you were saying on Instagram, if that makes any sense. It totally does. It's it's talking to you that you have to shift your language and it makes sense. I love, can we all just take a moment to pause and breathe and hear how clear and easy you just made it for picking your platform? Yes. Literally thinking and, and doing it in the most impactful way. Where are your people? Are your people an older demographic? Great. Then go to Facebook. Done. Don't even think, don't, don't stop. Pass go. Move on to the next part of this. If your people are on Instagram, our age or below, great. Like, go, go do that. Go focus there. We know where you're going to focus now. Then we can move into what are we actually going to do there? Yeah. And then TikTok, your younger people. We still have to get into Pinterest and YouTube, obviously, which, correct me if I'm wrong, those really fall in more of the SEO category versus the like true social categories. Yeah. So those, maybe your one is picking from that first column and then your two, your second one would be the SEO driver, which would be that other side of the list. Is that correct? Yes. YouTube is a kicker too. It's big because of video. And like right now, the world of social media is straight videos. So they all kind of coincide together a little bit, but it does help SEO status as well. Right. Yeah. So yeah, let's just say it's so simple right now. As you're listening, figure out who is your client and maybe you are serving a little bit of a broader range, but maybe this can help you hone in. And how can we, as mompreneurs, I'm all about being present and productive. How can we be more productive in our office by getting more focused and zoned in on clear and what we're doing? And then we can spend less time in the office and more time being present with our families. And so that's what you're helping us do here. Picking that thing based on our client's age. And then that language shift, I think is so important what you said there, because the way that you would talk to somebody your own age appear versus how you might talk to somebody who doesn't live exactly in our world, right. who's slightly older or slightly younger. You wouldn't be standing in a room talking to all of those same three people necessarily exactly the same. And so right. I love what you said there about shifting your language based on the platform you are. So you've got to pick your platform based on the age, and then you need to talk to the people thinking that you're not just shouting something into the void. Right. You're speaking to a person and you yes. need to talk to them how you would actually talk to them. Yes. Yep. I think that's gold. Yep. Talk to us a little bit more about YouTube and Pinterest because I know I noticed I was on Pinterest last night and even Pinterest is getting into the video game. There was a whole live platform that I saw where you could go on and do like a live video. It was all more of that like craft or food or it, it seemed right. more like that than like maybe a coach would be. I didn't see many coaching videos. So talk to us about the more SEO sites, the YouTube and the Pinterest, so we can pick our two social media paths and then move on to the next step of your strategy. I will say this. I am not an expert in Pinterest or YouTube, but in my mindset, it's going to be one. I'm I'm eventually most likely going to get on YouTube because I'm huge about video. I just don't have time right now. So that's me saying like I should be on these platforms, but I, I just don't have time. Pinterest is more along the lines of like, yes, you should be there. So like if you're a food blogger, if you have anything to do with like, weddings of your, those type of humans that are providing a service or a product to that target audience of people that are going there looking for certain things. That is your platform. 110% always and forever. It's going to drive people to either you're going to either link it to a, your social media platforms or B you're going to link it to your website for them to boost your SEO for them to boost your traffic engagement. And that's where you're going to want to be for YouTube. It's huge. YouTube is huge. Like TikTok just surpassed YouTube, but YouTube has been around forever. It's always video. And now video is getting enhanced tremendously now. So YouTube is huge for people to get to know you, your product, your voice, your face, like everything about it, utilize it. 
and it helps. Yeah. So a lot of us listening are experienced entrepreneurs. We're in like year three, year five of our business. So we've gotten at least the basics of our business down, but now we're looking to get clear, uncomplicate our businesses and then scale to the next level. So tell us what we need to know about picking a platform and what to do if maybe we need to shift. Like say right now we're on Facebook, but we're listening to this and we're thinking, shoot, my people are on Instagram. <laughs> That's where I need to be. Or I have a courses business and maybe I do need to be on YouTube too. What is the first step that you could tell them or piece of advice to tell them to eliminate some of that overwhelm of, oh, I might need to make a shift here in order to really scale and do this the quote unquote right way. I don't like to make absolutes, but you know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I would say first and foremost, don't freak out. And second, it would be I want you to take the content that you were utilizing on the platform that you had prior. So is that Facebook and you want to shift to, to actual Instagram? Cool. Use that content, but shift your mindset to go into that platform. So for example, what builds trust on social media on Instagram, it's going to be reels. It's going to be stories. It's going to be any type of video. Now, if I take that same verbiage and I go to LinkedIn, I'm going to look at it like this. They don't have reels, they have stories, but like these are big time fortune 500 companies or bigger, more professional companies. They're not going to go sit and watch your stories all day. They're going to sit and watch what you post. So whether that's a graphic where I say video is huge, or I don't know, post an actual video that says video is huge, but it's not going to be a reel. It's not going to be with music. It's going to be literally me sitting almost interview style where it's me talking to the camera but that's me shifting my mindset. So if you're leaving a platform to go to a different platform that targets a different audience, use the same content and just shift the way that you're speaking or shift the way that it's formatted. You don't necessarily have to come up with these new brilliant ideas. You just need to come up with better ways to attract your actual audience than you were. I think what happens is a lot of people get overwhelmed and they think that they can't use the same things or they can't use certain things that they have when in reality you can, you just need to make sure that you're catering to whatever target audience you're talking to in that platform. I love that. And I think two things I want to mention there. First and foremost, how often do you find that maybe you were talking in the correct way, but you weren't in the right place? You weren't sharing it with the right people and that's why it didn't connect or vice versa. Maybe you're realizing well, I was talking to the wrong person on the right platform and I was talking in the wrong way. And so I just need to go to a different platform and realize, oh, this is who I'm talking to now. Oh, now it's all clicking and making more sense. Yes. Other thing that I just want to reiterate, which is the quote that you just said, which is use the content, but shift your mindset. So everybody can take a deep breath. Keep using the content that you have. If you know that the messaging is working and you know that you're talking to the person you want to be talking to, just shift the content to the correct platform and your mindset when you're there talking. I think that is absolutely huge. So Shelby, now we know our social media path. Hopefully we've picked the right platform for us. Now let's move into being proactive by planning and repurposing. I know you are all about a content calendar. Tell us what we need to know now that we know the platform. How do we start to figure out, okay, what, what are we going to be posting and how can we do it in the, an effective way that's not overwhelming? Okay. So I definitely do not practice what I preach in that sense, because I have so many clients that not so many, but more clients, they come first. They're my actual bread and butter. So 
I have to cater to them. So what we do for them and what I would suggest to you to do and what I need to really make time, but I also am a mom of two young kids is a content calendar. I have a free version on my Instagram. You can download. So the process I'm about to tell you may take an hour, two hours, three hours, but I promise you your life, you're going to be like, what am I missing? How am I just sitting here? Like not having to worry about posting on social media because it's amazing. So like what we do at SCM is we get a content calendar for every single client that we have. And we go through and we write ideas for them, whether that's posting two, three, five, seven days a week, we write down the actual idea we have. So do a brain dump, think about your goals, prioritize, then write down within that content calendar, what days you want to talk about what maybe have some content categories where certain days of the week, you talk about your why other days you provide behind the scenes and then write it all down, write your copy, pair it with the graphic or the video that you want and schedule it and walk away. And then when you come back, when it actually posts, that's when you do your engagement, you advertise a little bit more. Maybe you share that post to your stories and you add a sticker, but you're not having to worry about, Oh God, Shelby, I didn't come up with something. What am I going to post today? Come up with the ideas, write the copy, make the graphics, schedule it, and then engage for the rest of the month. Now that's not saying that you can't tweak them. That's just saying that if your kids are sick or you have to go run an errand or you completely forget about social media and that day you're just like, oh my God, this is not a priority to me. You have something scheduled. And if you post on top of that, that's still okay. You just have your content already ready for that day. So as a mom, things come up. So being prepared, it's going to help you. And you're going to be more present with your kids because you're not having to worry about, oh, shoot, I don't have anything posted for tomorrow. Then you can actually sit down and enjoy playing with your children or family time or whatever it is. I want to zone in a little bit more on this, though, because I think a lot of us may know some of this, but then we're like, she'll be helpless because that's where I still have my problem is there are so many ideas or there are so many different ways that I could go about it. And I see all these people who I like and who I like that and who I like this. And then you get this overwhelm. So can we start at the beginning where you said brain dump? Because you mentioned brain dump your ideas and your goals. Can we break down what that brain dump should look like so that, again, our end goal at the end of the day, why are we posting on social media to begin with? It's to connect with our ideal clients, to convert and better serve them and help them by having them work with us. So talk to us when you do that brain dump. Do you have like first here are all of my goals and what I'm trying to accomplish this month? And then based on those goals, here are my ideas. Is that the setup that you typically do for clients? When I talk about a brain dump, I literally mean an actual brain dump, whether it is work-related, family-related, whatever. As a mom, we have to think about all these things we have to do in a day, a week. So what I like to do is brain dump literally everything that's going through your mind and making you overwhelmed, write it down. Then from there, if you have to separate it from the personal and work, cool, do that. Then from there, I want you to prioritize it. So what has to happen first, second, third, fourth? Then within those, you can generate ideas. Now goals, I did say those together, but in all reality, they're kind of separate. So whatever works for you. So when you're overwhelmed, is it better for you to brain dump? And that could include your goals, but it's also can generate an idea. So if, even if you write all that down as your brain dump, and then after you write your brain dump down, okay, this goes into the goal section. So then you move it to there. So you can cross it off. This is this, but what am I doing in order to reach this goal? So you want 500 new followers. Okay. What type of content am I producing? 
How frequently am I posting? What is the strategy that I'm building to get to this goal? Perfect. That also helps you make your ideas. So when I say brain dump, every time people think it's so funny because it's a literal brain dump in the aspect of, I want you to write down everything that makes you feel like, whew, okay, I feel relieved. I'm still semi-overwhelmed because now it's all on a piece of paper, but I am now moving from my brain where I'm not going to forget it to a piece of paper or a computer or you're typing it or whatever it may be to separating it then from ideas of how to create content and then goals. This is going to help you overall, one, really the stress to come up with a plan and three, really clearly see your goals on how you're going to do great on social media and how you're going to turn those followers into actual customers because you are taking the time to spend and nurture your business and yourself in that moment. Yeah, I love that. It it reminds me of the work that I do with my clients as a minimalist business strategist. My focus is, okay, how can we get super clear on what in the world we're doing here? And then from there, once we get really clear, then I'm all about 90-day action plans that are focused, each month is focused around one thing. And so what it sounds like to me is, and maybe this is just my like analytical strategic brain, but I like to go, okay, what in the world am I doing this month? So for me, this month is about launching a new offer and monetizing. That is my only focus this month. And because I have that one focus, that one goal, which is to share this offer and get five people into it, that's what all of my content is going to be based around. For me personally, and you can tell me if this, this is right, but like if you were my manager and I came to you and I said, this is what I'm focusing on this month and this is the next month, like does that help make your job easier, which since we're wearing all the hats over here right now, would that make my life easier? Yes. Yeah. Because let's say you have one focus. Okay. You break it down. So let's go back to when I said, what if you had content categories? So I also have provided on my social media account is a free version of content ideas. So say you take those content ideas and you make them into content categories. And what I mean by that is it's a category each week, same category each week, but you may talk about something different. So say you're focusing on a course and you're monetizing or whatever you may be offering. And you're like, I developed this. Why? This is a behind the scenes of me developing this. This is what this can do for you. The benefits, the services, then maybe you break down what you get within that course or what you get within the services if you purchase this. And then you continue to build on that same topic in a different way. So you don't have to get overwhelmed. It's almost golden if you do have such a focus that then you can really think about, okay, why did I do this? What are the benefits of this? If there's multiple benefits, okay, each week talk about a benefit. You don't have to give so much at one time. You give little snips and you get them coming back wanting more. And that's how you're going to build trust. And that's how you're going to convert followers into customers. Because in all reality, if you have a buku amount of followers, if not one of them is converting into an actual customer or sales, it does not matter how many followers you have. And then it goes back to, did you buy your followers or these genuinely authentic followers that want to support you and they believe in what you're providing them? So people are very scared of giving stuff away for quote unquote free. I get that. But guess what? That's going to build your trust, which in turn build your customer base because they're going to build relationships. And eventually they're going to be like, I need your help with whatever you're offering. So I I solely believe in that. And I think that'll make you and make it 10 times easier or a thousand times easier, especially as mom, because we only have so much time yeah. <laughs> in a day. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, it sounds like we've got a nice symbiotic relationship going here. I can help yeah. them focus and then pass them off to you and you can just scale them up to that next level. I yeah. love that. And I love, I think the root, and this was the root of our Instagram live that you're coming back to again is like, let's make social social again. Like yes. It's, it's, oh my God. Yeah. That was how we started the Instagram live that we did together was all about like, let's make social social again. Let's get out there, share our brand awareness and come from a place of service and support. Like I'm here to show you, this is what I do. In um, episode number 16, I had Veronica on and she was talking about how we need to bring our businesses back to how local businesses run. Like when you think of a local business and you work with a lot of local businesses too, so you can speak to this. It's like, you don't see a bunch of ads on, on TV, not that we're really watching TV and old commercials anymore, but You wouldn't see people saying like, you have to use my carpet cleaner because it's my way or the highway and everybody else's crap. Like, no, that's not how you did local business. You said, this is what I can do. This is what I offered. This is my process. These are the results people are getting. I'm here for you when you need me. And I love that when we can get focused, when we're talking in the right space, we're not shouting to the wrong people. We're in the right space. We're focused on what we're saying and we've actually scheduled it. So we're actually talking to them instead of having all these great ideas, but not sharing it with anybody. Then we can use the platform, like you said, for engagement, for getting social on social again. And so I'd love to hear from you. Once we have that content figured out and we move into that engagement part, which really I'm assuming is how we get to that client conversion part more often than not, talk to us about what we need to know. So we're not like a spammy Sammy type of person. And I think that probably helps with the algorithm too, when we're out and we're commenting and we're reaching out and maybe DMs and things like that. So tell us what we need to know to use that engagement to really convert clients into people who trust us and want our support. I think just with a consistency plan, and that's like the simplest way you could say it, because if you're just showing up here and there, just to quote unquote, sell your service or product, people are going to be like, oh, cool. She's back again to talk about whatever. No, you need to give people insight to what you are and what you do and behind the scenes too. So for example, if you follow me or you just even don't even have to follow me, just go look at my page, take a glimpse. You're going to get all of it. You're getting all of me all the time. And there's going to be businesses and coaches that are saying like, Oh, she shares too much of her personal life. She shares this, but me as a person, I have always said from day one, when I got on this, I'm going to be real raw and honest with you. And I'm going to give you everything that I have. So I want you to see the good days, the bad days, the ugly days where I really don't feel like showing up, but I'm going to be here for you. And I want to show you a little inside of me. So for example, I posted a video of my children and we did like just what we love about Sundays. And that gives you an insight of what we do as a family. We're very family oriented. I have my children with me all the time. You have to give them more information about you for them to start building trust factor with you. Now, I'm not saying that you can't sell your product or service or whatever, but you can't just do that. You can do this without being salesy, where it's like cringy, where you're talking to someone, talking to somebody, and then you're like, oh, wait, by the way, did you hear about this? So yes, cold DMing is cool. And yes, I had to do it in the very beginning. Do I recommend it? No, unless there's an actual genuinity behind it, then maybe. But I say 
connect with your followers. Maybe use stickers on your stories, get to know them as a whole, ask questions, always have a call to action on all of your posts. Um, going back to the stories. If you do a poll where it's either yes or no, or it's the two clicks or a quiz or those grading scale, it gives them a better chance for them to actually engage with your stuff, which then in turns, you get to learn about what they want to see they don't want to see. And then Instagram also gets to see, oh, her followers are engaging with them. So I want to showcase their stuff more to these people. So they see more of them. The more they see of you, whether that's three days a week or seven days a week, multiple times a day or once a day, the more they see, the more trust they're going to build with you. So it goes back to a consistency plan and that's your golden ticket. Because if you're showing up, on all the days and not just to be salesy, they're going to come to you first and foremost. I love that. Yeah. A a couple of points that come up. I am working with Kathy Heller right now uh, in a podcasting program that she has. And when she got to the point of how we can engage and grow our podcast, we talked about social media and she was saying like, you can't just talk about your podcast all the time. It can't be the only thing. And she continues to talk about monetizing and the same thing with your product. And so she talks about, can you have pillars of contents and you can rotate? So one day you talk about the podcast and the next day it's whatever pillar is important to you and the message that you want out there. And then the next day you can go back to podcasts and then the next day is another one of the pillars that you have. And so just to recap all of this amazingness that you have shared with us, I'm going to go through that and then we can move on to how you can support people so they can take this next step with the amazing information you have. So first and foremost, you need to pick your social media path. And to make it super simple, just pick one of the platforms based on where your people are based on their age. Once you get there, make sure that you are talking to them and shifting your language so you are actually speaking to that person just as if you were one-on-one with them. After you know your platform, then you want to get really proactive and focused on your planning. And so that's by creating a content calendar. And as we described, the easiest way to create your content calendar is get focused on what in the world are you doing this month? What is that one goal you have? And use that to do all of the content that you have going. Then you've got your behind the scenes. You've got your why. You have so many pieces. But first and foremost, in order to even get there, you've got to brain dump it. Brain dump everything going on in your mompreneur mind. And that'll lead to your goal, which will lead to your focus so that you can schedule these posts, walk away, and then focus on engaging. Last but not least, that posting formula, the way that we can do that and continue to make social media social again is by having a consistent plan. And when you know your why, your core message, and your pillars, and you can rotate those with your posts about your product, then you can reach your goals with ease. Did I miss anything there, Shelby? No, girl, you got it. Killed it. I love it. So you mentioned your content calendar, which is a great way for people to get started. Is there any other way that you can support people and help them figure out what in the world they're doing here so that social media can start leveraging them more clients? Yes. So I have a website, shelbyclaymontmarketing.com, or you can go to my Instagram. I make it super easy for you in the link in the bio, Shelby Claymont Marketing. I have a free content calendar that I will be updating. And then I also will have a bunch of freebies and then also offer coaching calls that you can schedule with me through Instagram or my email. And I'll be happy to look at whatever platform that you're on, talk to you through it. And then also we offer full social media management. So if you're just so busy, but you have great content that you know needs to go out, we help you with that. So we offer those two tactics. 
I love that. So if you're ready to just dip your toes in and try to make sense of this full episode and actually be able to go implement it, go grab that free content calendar for 2022. So that's done and checked off your list. If you're listening and you are just ready to hand this off or at least get a little bit more personalized guidance, then you need to hop on one of these build out your own content calendar calls with Shelby or just hand this whole project off to her team so you can keep focusing on your zone of genius and the work that you do. I love it. I love it. Are you ready to move on to rapid fire questions? Sure, girl. Let's go. Let's do it. First and foremost, what is your favorite strategy to help you be more present and productive besides what you just shared with us about social media? Probably turning off my notifications. I just started turning off my notifications so that when my family is home, I don't get notified that anything's happening, which means I don't get on it. So that's perfect. So I used to be like, if I saw a notification come up, I would look at it. Now I'm like, no, I put my phone away. Everything can wait. I've definitely shifted my mindset. So I think that's definitely something that has helped me be more present and definitely productive because then I have to get it done within those hours I have without my kids or my family. I love that. I do that too. I turned off all notifications. I used to have that screen lock, like the screen saving, time saving thing on. And I agree. I think it totally helps because it can be so addicting, especially when that notification pops up. All right. What is the number one essential support you have that you can't live without? My husband and my kids, but he's definitely like a rock star. Like literally I was, we were in New Orleans and I was like, I need you to take a picture of me or I need you to do videos with me. And he's like, okay, cool. Go stand in the middle of the street, pose this way. So definitely my number one supporter. I love that. I know that sometimes they might not get it. They might not get it. But when you have somebody who supports you, regardless of whether they get it or not, whatever type of support you have there, it makes the world's difference for all of the things that we have going on. Yes. Awesome. All right. What is your go-to self-care activity? Like what's the one thing that you do when you're treating yourself? I have never been like, get your nails done kind of gal, just because like, I always feel like when I'm sitting there, I have so many other things that I could be doing. So it goes with hair and nails and everything. I did get my nails done recently and I love it, but my self-care act is totally different, I guess, than your girly girl thing, but it's working out. I have to work out for my mental game. That is like what I focus on self-care because if I feel good, then, you know, life's good. <laughs> when mom's happy, everybody's happy, right? Yes, mom's happy, everybody's happy. Yep. Uh, I love it. Last but not least, tell me your most stereotypical mompreneur story. Think kids running through a Zoom call with underwear on their heads. What is a funny story that only us mompreneurs can be like, yep, we understand and we have been there. Oh my God, so many things. But one that comes to mind literally the other day, it was so funny. I was about to go on a live. And like, you know, when you're scheduling a live, it's live. So you can't be late and you can't do anything else. So my oldest was like, mom, I want to watch monster trucks on here. And I'm like, no, baby, I'm about to hit the live button. Like you cannot watch monster trucks on my computer. Dad was in charge and neither one of them wanted to follow the rules. And so it's 725. I have one kid that wants to watch monster trucks. The other one is literally having a meltdown in the living room. And dad's like, I don't know what to do. And now I will say he like can handle it, but I could just feel the overwhelmness. And he's like, I just need help. And I'm like, but I go live in five minutes. So it's like, it's just like those chaotic moments that like you have so chaos and then all of a sudden you turn it on to like go on a live. Like, okay, you know what? If my kid runs in here screaming butt naked, we're just going to go with it. I'm mom. <laughs> and that's just so funny. And that's the beauty of us mompreneurs working together because we get it. We get it. Like, 
we're so we're well. recording this right now and my dog busts through the doors and it's like, well, hello, well, welcome to the call. And- <laughs> yes. I did a coaching call once and this poor, poor lady was like, so scared. I was going to be so mad, but like her little kid came in behind her and he was like this. <laughs> and I was like, hi. And she was like, oh, get out. And I was like, it is fine. I have two kids. Like I don't care. Now I will say this before I had kids. Yes. I would be like, what is happening? Like, I don't get it. But now you can have your kid on your hip. I don't care. We can have a two hour conversation just to get a 10 minute conversation in because I know how it is to have children. So it's fine. Mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. It's, it's the beauty of what we do. And like I always say for these, you can never just have the entrepreneur, the mom always seeps in there and we wouldn't yes. have it any other way. Right. Yep. I love it. Well, Shelby, thank you so much for taking the time to share all of this with us. I really think it's going to help us so much be able to take the overwhelm out of something that we know that we feel like we need to do and we might be excited to do because it is such an amazing opportunity to get out there and use social media. And I just so appreciate you sharing your expertise with us so that we can do this a little easier. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm so excited for this to come out so we can obviously post it all over social media. (laughs) Of course, you guys are going to see this everywhere. So go engage, go follow us because we would love to chat with you there. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Ready to grow your list without growing your to-do list? Head to themompreneurguide.com slash lead dash gen to snag your seat to the Simplify My Lead Gen Audio Summit. See you next time.